Swung on, driven into right field. That one has got a chance, and that one is gone. That is a two-run homer. Deep to left field toward the lead wall of champions. It is on top. Out of here. Two-run blast. Towering pop fly on the infield. The third baseman. Oh, on drop. Lifts one high in the air to deep left field. This one is going, it is going, and it is gone. On the Blue Raider Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads, and by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, welcome to the Blue Raider pregame show. And good afternoon again, everyone. This is Bob Jamison. Welcome again to another broadcast of Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball. Today coming your way from Reese Smith Jr. Field on the campus of Middle Tennessee State University here in Murfreesboro. And it's the final game of a four-game series with the Valparaiso Crusaders. The Crusaders had quite a day yesterday pitching and certainly enough hitting as it turned out to sweep a doubleheader from the Blue Raiders. As in matter of fact, Colin Fields, the starting pitcher for Valpo in the first game yesterday, threw a no-hitter, striking out 10 along the way. And then the pitchers in the eight-inning, extra-inning game, the second game for Valpo, did just about as well. They Gave up only two runs on three singles in the eight innings of work. They walked only one and struck out nine. The Blue Raiders had comparable pitching with the exception of maybe one inning in that mix of innings. But uh, if you don't score, it's just kind of hard to win the game. And if you don't get hits, it's kind of hard to even begin to score. So in any way, it was a, it was a tough day for Blue Raider uh, bats yesterday especially and so uh, the doubleheader loss puts the Blue Raiders in the position of needing to get a victory here this afternoon to gain a sweep of this four-game series. They'll have Zach Keenan trying to do that. Jacob Rosencrantz will pitch for the Valpo Crusaders. And as we were wrapping up the doubleheader last night, uh, just shortly after that, the Lady Raiders basketball team wrapped up the Conference USA Tournament Championship last night by beating Rice and by virtue of that victory are now moving on to the NCAA Tournament which will begin Sunday a week from today and all of those games will be played in San Antonio and so the the women are doing the same thing as the men in the NCAA tournament, and that is all of the games being played over the entire expanse of the tournament at a single site. The, the dates and the timing are, are the same as they, they have been for a very, very long time. You've got rounds one, round one and two days taking place over two days, and then that's immediately followed by round two, which would be the next two days to get uh, the tournaments down to the Sweet 16, and so the Lady Raiders will play somebody. That the brackets will be announced tomorrow, uh, a week from today. But they are going to be in the bubble, uh, the bubble as they're, they're calling it, um, from now until then. Um, got a word from Dick Palmer that they are on their way from Frisco, Texas, to San Antonio, Texas. When they get there, 
Um, the Lady Raiders, all of the traveling party, each individual will have a single room. Um, one floor of the hotel is dedicated to Middle Tennessee basketball, and then other teams will be on their own separate floors on, in this hotel. Um, the, the thing that's got me a little bit, they're going to get there, and they're all going to have to go directly to their rooms, and then they will have to stay in those rooms for two days. Uh, food will be brought in from outside during those two days and, of course, getting tested. And if everything's looking good, then they will start practice would be on Wednesday uh, or sometime even Tuesday afternoon if they were doing literal 24 hours days from the start of the time they get there. But whatever it is, uh, if I were one of them, I would sure would like to have taken a library to uh, occupy some of the time over those two days. Um, I've done too much channel surfing to know that there's any any hope of finding anything sustainably good for that length of time on television. So we want to congratulate Coach Insel and the Lady Raiders. That was, it was an exciting win. I got home just in time to see the last minute of the game. And uh, as you know, I mean, this, this is a great time of year for uh, basketball, and it's called March Madness for a reason. And it's good that uh, we're going to get to experience that again this year. Going to have a, a ceremony before the game. It's, it's actually being held on the field now uh, down in the right field corner as Coach Steve Peterson's number 25 will be retired. And then there will be down in the right field corner uh, a drawing of the jersey with the number 25 and his uh, family and friends are down there as they're having an unveiling ceremony for that. And that's, that's an exciting thing to do for him, but it's just incredibly sad. Coach Pete was uh, just 68 years old, passed away last, uh, last spring. In fact, we saw him at the Alabama middle baseball game, and it was about a week after that that he passed. And... Uh, you know, just a huge loss for the, the Murfreesboro community and, and Middle Tennessee uh, and the baseball program as well. Just a, a quality individual. And uh, just he's, he has been and will continue to be just, just terribly missed. Well, the umpires have come out onto the field. They are meeting with the head coaches of these two teams. Coach Jim Toman for the Blue Raiders, Coach Brian Schmack for the Crusaders. They're exchanging lineups. We'll take a break and come back with our lineups after this. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. TriGreen Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! 
any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Getting set for baseball this afternoon at Reese Smith Field, and it's time now for today's starting lineups presented by Ascend Federal Credit Union. It's the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend offers a complete set of products to bring your financial goals within reach. Find out more at Ascend.org. Ascend is insured by the NCUA. Lineups for Valparaiso here this afternoon. The Crusaders have Stephen Fitzsimmons leading off. And we've got the national anthem. sequence on pregame a little different today because of the ceremonies are the Blue Raiders team is actually lined up down the right field line and 
They are doing the uh, unveiling of Coach Peterson's number on the fence as we speak. So for Valparaiso, Steve Fitzsimmons leads off. He's in center field. Kyle Schmack, the first baseman, will bat second. Hitting third in right field. He'd been the DH the first two games as Jeremy Drudge. The shortstop, Damon Jorgensen, bats fourth. Riley Dent, who we've seen in right the first three games of the series, is in left. Buddy Renfro gets a start. He's the designated hitter. Caleb Hannes at third base will bat seventh for Valparaiso. The eighth hitter is second baseman Parker Johnson. And Jake Capers will now start as a catcher for all four games, including the doubleheader yesterday. He will bat ninth. Valparaiso's starting pitcher is Jacob Rosencrantz. Rosencrantz is a right-hander. He is a sophomore from Lincolnshire, Illinois. Has made just one appearance this year, worked just one inning in that appearance, gave up a run on three hits. So extremely limited action for him on the season. And number five showing up on 25, showing up on the fence right now for Coach Pete. For the Blue Raiders in this fourth game of the series, Fausto Lopez leads off at short. Hitting second today will be the right fielder, Hunter Sullivan. T.J. Wright, the D.H., hits third. The cleanup hitter is center fielder, Nathan Sanders. In the five spot, second baseman J.T. Mabry. He'll be followed by Brett Coker playing at third base. Bryson Thomas is the first baseman. He'll bat seventh. Jake Hagenow, the catcher, hits eighth. And Luke Vincent in left field will bat in the number nine position. For the Blue Raiders here this afternoon, Zach Keenan is the starting pitcher. For Zach today will mark his third start, his fourth game overall. He is 1-0, also has a save in his one appearance out of the bullpen. Zach has worked a total of 15 and two-thirds innings, allowed two runs, only one earned, on nine hits, no walks, and 17 strikeouts. And as we mentioned uh, last night, talking about Keenan, and a few times uh, last week as well, he was the Conference USA Pitcher of the Week on the initial week of the season and certainly uh, uh, considering early in the season and all and the number of people playing very, very well on all the Conference USA teams, that's quite an accomplishment. So the Blue Raiders wrap up this series today and then wrap up the month of March here at Reese Smith Field because from now until we get into April, the Blue Raiders will be on the road. Schedule coming up looks like this. We've got a game at uh, Austin P. Coming up on Tuesday. Then it will be a four-game series in Memphis this weekend. A single game Friday, doubleheader Saturday, and a single game on Sunday. And that will close out the non-conference part of the schedule until the very last week of the season because it will be Conference USA play that begins the following week, starting on the 26th at Alabama-Birmingham. And as we've been talking about uh, in all the broadcasts, uh, the conference format will be 
what this weekend has been, single game, doubleheader, single game in a four-game, three-day series. So next home game is on April 1st against Rice. So that's uh, looking down the road just a little bit. They finished with the ceremonies for Coach Pete and retiring his number and putting it up on the uh, outfield fence. And so we are getting close to baseball here this afternoon as the Blue Raiders gather in front of their dugout before taking the field. Blue Raiders coming in 8-5. Valpo is 3-6. So we will take a break and come back with baseball. And you're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. 68 teams, one program. March Madness is coming. Celebrate the return of the historic NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament with the official NCAA Men's Final Four Souvenir Program, featuring profiles on all 68 teams selected for the tournament. So take it to the basket, the shopping basket, by pre-ordering the official program now at publications.learfieldimgcollege.com. That's publications.learfieldimgcollege.com. Order today. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. About time for baseball here from Reese Smith Field as the Blue Raiders get set to take the field and we'll have Zach Keenan completing his warm-ups as we will close out this series with the Crusaders from Valparaiso University in Valpo, Valparaiso, Indiana. Blue Raiders with a, a little bit of a different look in the lineup as far as the batting order is concerned. Uh, with Hunter Sullivan inserted in the number two spot, J.T. Mabry had been there for quite a while, moves to the fifth spot in the batting order. So before the Blue Raiders take the field, let's 
take a timeout for a station identification break. This is Blue Raider Baseball from Learfield IMG College. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. Now Blue Raiders still haven't taken the field, but we have had the national anthem, so we're very close to baseball. And we can just review the series as it has been in the opening game on Friday night. The Blue Raiders got some really good pitching from Peyton Wigginton. And one, oh, I'm sorry, that was not the first. Aaron Brown on the opening night of the series, he took a no-hitter into the seventh inning, and the Blue Raiders won by a 5-2 to two score. Yesterday afternoon in the first game of the series, the Blue Raiders were no-hit by Colin Fields and lost 5 to nothing. And in the second game, the Blue Raiders lost in extra innings. Uh, it was an eight-inning game. We were playing seven-inning doubleheader games by a score of 3-2. to two. And we talked about it a little bit on the pregame show. The Blue Raiders had uh, just three singles yesterday, and... Uh, they were just the ground ball type singles. The Actually, if you look through the whole scorebook, you had uh, two balls really well hit. So you see something like that, and when it's up and down the lineup on a two-game situation totaling 15 innings, uh, the bottom line is, as frustrating as it has to be, you've got to look to the other team and tip your hat to Fields, the starter in the first game, and then... Terzinski and Tiemann, who combined to go seven and one inning each in that second game. Uh, you know, teams can have off games, but you just don't see off double headers like that uh, with, with two different pitchers primarily, uh, unless the two pitchers are pitching extremely well. Blue Raiders line up defensively this way. Luke Vinson will be in left field today. Nathan Sanders is in center, and Hunter Sullivan is in right field. Same infield as has been the case almost every game this year. Brett Coker is at third, Fausto Lopez at short, J.T. Mabry at second, and Bryson Thomas is at first. Jake Hagenow is behind the plate. And right-hander Zach Keenan is getting ready to make his third start and his fourth appearance of the season. Zach, in his last timeout, last Sunday, a week ago today at uh, South Alabama, did not get a decision but pitched extremely well. It was an eventual 10-inning, 4-2 Blue Raider win. Keenan went seven and two-thirds innings, allowed one run on four hits, didn't walk anybody, and struck out five. So Stephen Fitzsimmons steps in as we get set for baseball here this afternoon from Murfreesboro. Zach Reddy in the first pitch is a strike called at the knees. A 1.08 start time today. Fitzsimmons, Schmack, and Drudge. For Valparaiso in the top of the first. Strike two. Outside corner at the knees. Couple of fastballs from Keenan.
Keenan, a 6-6 right-hander from Sewanee, Georgia. Went to Lambert High School. His third year with the program, a little bit outside. One ball and two strikes. Umpire Corey Simpson is behind the plate. His first game in this series. The other two have worked the first three games. Cedric Coleman is at first. Michael Thomas is at third. One ball, two strikes in the pitch. Swing and a miss. Good off-speed delivery. Had him out in front. And Keenan gets a strikeout to start things here this afternoon. So with one out, here's Kyle Schmack. Talked about it the first two days. Might as well mention it here. He's the son of the head coach for Valparaiso, Brian Schmack. Brian in his eighth season with this program, swinging a foul out of play. Schmack bats from the right side, hitting 242 through the first nine games. Takes a strike on the 0-1, and it's on the outside corner for a called strike two. Good breeze blowing in from center field towards the left field corner. More, mostly a right-to-left breeze. Temperature 64 degrees. It's cloudy in game time, but the clouds are thinning up, thinning out a little bit. It's uh, not sunny, but it's a little less, uh, less dark than we've had the first two games with uh, some pretty heavy cloud cover. Two strikes. And strike three called. Breaking ball from Keenan. Zach gets a couple of strikeouts to start things in the top of the first inning. And it brings up the right fielder, Jeremy Drudge. Now the wind coming out of the north-northeast at about six miles an hour as we're underway. Drudge bats left, hits a first pitch to first, and it goes foul before it can get to the bag. Scooped up by Bryson Thomas. He flips it back to Zach Keenan. Strikeouts have retired the first two Valparaiso hitters in the top of the first inning. Keenan one strike with this hitter in the dirt, and it evens the count at one and one. Drudge had a home run in the opening game of the series on Friday night. Took one the opposite way. It takes a strike here to make it one and two. He is three for ten overall. So Keenan ahead, a ball and two strikes. Looks into Jake Hagenow and winds and delivers. That's low ball two and strike two. Outfield shading Keenan, well, center field, straight away and right and left. And center, Sanders is shading him towards left center. A 2-2 pitch. Ball bounced to second. Big hop for Mabry to Thomas and out at first. Keenan gets two strikeouts 
and gets Valparaiso in order in the top of the first inning. So we have played half of an inning, go to the bottom of the first. It's Valparaiso nothing, and the Blue Raiders coming to bat. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We're set for the bottom of the first, and Fausto Lopez will bat for the Blue Raiders. Blue Raiders wearing their royal blue jerseys today with the pinstripe pants and the blue hats. Valparaiso in bright yellow jerseys, gray pants, and they do the old-fashioned look where they have a lot of uh, baseball socks showing. They've been in solid brown socks the first three games of this series, but on the pitcher, actually only on the pitcher is the only one I can see this on as I, I look around, but he has white and yellow stripes at the top just uh, below the knee uh, on his baseball socks. And the pitcher is Jacob Rosencrantz. He is making his first start of the year and his second appearance. He's only pitched an inning. 6'4 sophomore from Lincolnshire, Illinois. Fausto Lopez gets ready to bat. They pinch him on the corners at first and third, protecting against a body. Takes a ball outside. Lopez, Sullivan, and Wright in the bottom of the first inning. As we mentioned, it's still a cloudy sky, but uh, much thinner clouds, a little brightness at the ballpark. Fastball high and outside. Light rain went through the area earlier today, but uh, didn't do anything more than settle the dust here at Reese Smith Field. Ball is outside to Lopez, 2-0. Ball way up high, three balls and no strikes. Fausto stands in, starts the day hitting 292. There's a strike, and it just got the outside corner, three and one. Fausto a homer, nine runs batted in, nine RBIs, tops on the club, one ahead of Bryson Thomas. He waits, three balls and a strike, and the pitch is high and outside for ball four. So Lopez gets a leadoff walk, and 
just thinking about the first game yesterday, Colin Fields started and then through the no-hitter. He uh, walked Lopez on five pitches, and he'd had some control problems in a, in a couple of, in his first two starts. And then he promptly retired the next 19 in a row in an amazingly good performance. Ended up walking some guys in the seventh inning, but didn't allow any hits or runs. Hunter Sullivan shows bunt and lets it go by. So a ball and no strikes. Hunter starting in right field. Bats from the left side. Throw to first, and Lopez is back in. Hunter was really chugging along well when everything got shut down last season. He hit 375 in 14 games. A bunt up the first base side. The play will be at first a slow flip and safe at first base. The pitcher was a little slow getting the ball out of his glove. And so Sullivan gets credit for a bunt single. Runners at first and second. Nobody out here's DJ Wright. DJ, an opportunity here, a one for six series as he steps in. Hitting at 268. That's from the right side. Lopez at second, Sullivan at first. Pitch outside, skips on through. And the runners will move up to second and third. So a wild pitch and a great opportunity for the Blue Raiders to get something going. And time is called as going to have a coaching visit to the mound. And also we see the bullpen is starting to get loose. So Lopez drew a walk. Sullivan bunting for a sacrifice but getting a bunch single. Wild pitch and runners to second and third. Well, DJ Wright from Blackman High School, the girls basketball team from Blackman High School won the state tournament. In fact, they were winning their game about the time that the Lady Raiders were winning Conference USA down in Texas. Wish we could have had a couple of wins at the ballpark yesterday to add to that. That would have just capped it off nicely. So ball and no strikes with DJ. Has a home run. He's driven in six runs. Infield in at first and third for Valpo. one oh on the pitch outside ball two and no strikes on deck is Nathan Sanders uh, Blue Raider opportunity in the, the bottom of the first inning 
Rosencrantz from the stretch. He's a little bit high and behind 3-0. and oh. As we mentioned, there is some activity already in the Crusader bullpen. Three zero to right. Takes a strike. Quick throw to third. Lopez gets back in. That's one of the things early in the season when you're looking for that fourth starter or what would be a midweek starter. You will give people a, an opportunity to see how, how things go. A 3-1 pitch. That's ball four. It's up high. So a walk, a bunt single, and a walk, and the bases are loaded for Nathan Sanders. And we are going to have a pitching change after three batters here this afternoon. So Rosencrans will come out. Sometimes you know, the skipper can figure out that uh, it's just not your day as he was having trouble locating the strike zone. And so he will come out of the game. Valpo goes to the bullpen. So we have a very early pitching change this afternoon. And with a pitching change, let's step aside for this message. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville, and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Well, you know, you get the binoculars out and get a number, and I looked, and it's like, well, that, that's Easton Roadhouse, who was the starting pitcher here on Friday night. Did I see that correctly? And I did. I had to have somebody confirm it. But uh, so Roadhouse who pitched five innings in Friday night's game is back on here this afternoon in relief and coming in with the bases loaded and nobody out in the bottom of the first inning. Nathan Sanders, the batter, first pitch to him, swing and a foul straight back. Nathan going after that fastball up in the zone, getting under just a little bit. Walk, a bunt single, and a walk. Have the bases loaded. Bunt single belonging to Hunter Sullivan. He's at second. 
One strike, swing and a miss. Roadhouse in the game on Friday, five innings, four runs, six hits, didn't walk anybody, and struck out six. Had one inning that was a little tough. He gave up three runs, otherwise very effective. Pitch here, hit high and foul, and it's going to go out of play just behind the third base dugout. That's where Valprezo is. Lopez walked, Hunter Sullivan bunting, trying to bunt him over, bunted for a base hit. D.J. Wright draws a walk. Two strikes to Sanders, hit back up the middle, that's a base hit. Sullivan is going to be waved around, Lopez has already scored, and the Blue Raiders are ahead two to nothing. Nathan Sanders getting a two-strike pitch and hitting it hard back up the middle. Nice to, nice to hear that kind of contact from a Blue Raider bat. We didn't hear that, but maybe a couple of times all yesterday afternoon, and uh, that one sounded good. Here's J.T. Mabry. So D.J. Wright's at second base. Sanders is at first. Two nothing, Blue Raiders in the bottom of the first. Runners are going, the throw to third and safe at third. And therefore safe at second. So the Blue Raiders pull off a double steal. Have runners at second and third with nobody out. Ball one to J.T. Mabry with Brett Coker on deck. one pitch, hit high in the air, high pop fly behind first base. It's going to be caught by, and then dropped by the second baseman, Johnson. And that'll be an error. A lot of, lot of altitude there on that pop fly, and uh, forgive me for being the baseball nerd, but if it hadn't been for the double steal, the infield fly rule would have been in effect with runners at first and second and no outs. And even if the ball was dropped with the infield fly, the hitter would have already been out, but that's not the case. And so bases loaded for Brett Coker. He takes up high for a ball. Brett has played in two of the three games, one for five overall. Hitting with a Blue Raider on every base here in the first. Nice breaking ball and outside, however. And then not blocked nicely by the catcher, Capers. Blue Raiders looking to split this series. Need to get a win here today to do that. 2-0. Outside and low. Ball three and no strikes. Brett has a home run on the year. Three runs batted in. And an RBI opportunity. 
he can afford to be extremely particular with the count 3-0. and He takes all the way and looks at a low at the knee-high fastball for a strike. It's a good pitch to lay off of. It's a not an easy one to get up in the air. They're in at first and third for Valparaiso with nobody out and the bases loaded. 3-1 pitch. That's hit in the air into right center field. Over is Fitzsimmons. He makes the catch. Tagging and scoring is D.J. Wright. Tagging from second and going to third is Nathan Sanders. So Brett Coker gets the job done, gets a run in. And gives the Blue Raiders a three to nothing first inning lead. Runners at first and third. That's the first out of the inning. Closes the book on the starter Rosencrantz as the three runs are charged to him. Bryson Thomas is the batter. Drove in a run in the second game last night with a sacrifice fly to center field. He has eight. Runs batted in, two homers on the season. Hits with runners at first and third and one out. Shows bunt and takes a ball. Sanders, the base runner at third base. JT Mabry is at first. Pitch to Bryson, checked his swing, but it got the upper part of the strike zone, so a ball and a strike. Final line on Rosencrantz, three batters, no uh, outs recorded, one hit, three runs all earned, two walks, no strikeouts. Brett Coker, a sack fly, here's a runner going, hit and run, executed perfectly, second base was open, and Bryson Thomas shot it through for a base hit, and now he has nine runs batted in and ties Fausto Lopez for the club lead in that department. That was a beautifully executed hit and run. J.T. Mabry was going, and Thomas took the pitch and inside out of the swing to get it to go through the vacated second base hole. So Mabry goes all the way to third as Sanders scores from third, and that makes it a four-run Blue Raider first inning. The batter is Jake Hagenow. He showed butt and went after it, missed it for a strike. So Mabry is at third base, Thomas at first. One out in the inning. Jake is the eighth batter of the inning for the Blue Raiders. Bunts here and missed. Strike two. So apparently the Blue Raiders going for the safety squeeze in this situation, but it's two strikes with Hagenau. Pitch to Jake, swing and a miss on a breaking pitch and a strikeout for Roadhouse. 
So the ninth man to bat in the inning is Luke Vincent. Luke comes up there with runners at first and third. Two outs now. Four nothing Blue Raiders. Luke is at 385. Played in 10 games. This is his fifth start. He's five for 13. He's showing bunt. Of course, when Vincent shows bunt, you expect it. Um, he is about as fast as there is. Luke bats from the left side. Roadhouse from the stretch and his pitch. High and outside, ball one and strike one. So Fausto Lopez walked. Hunter Sullivan a bunt single to move, put runners on. D.J. Wright walked. Pitching change. Nathan Sanders a two-run single. J.T. Mabry reached on an error. Brett Coker a sack fly. Bryson Thomas an RBI single. Here's a pop fly behind second base in a very shallow center field. Going out to get it is the shortstop Jorgensen. And that is the third out, but the Blue Raiders send nine to the plate in this first inning. And they score four runs on three base hits. There was one error, and two runners are left on base. So a good start this afternoon for the Blue Raiders. We played an inning, and the Blue Raiders are ahead of Valparaiso four to nothing. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. This football season, prepare your taste buds for the most iconic sports-watching drink of all time, Pepsi. With refreshing deliciousness specially formulated to keep your eye on the ball and mouth-watering fizziness to help you power through game day, Pepsi has everything you need to start strong. I used to care when Mike chaired so hard he spilt nacho cheese on my carpet, but thanks to Pepsi, even Mike can't ruin my football party. So this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink made for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Well, the Blue Raiders got as many hits, three, in the first inning as they did in the doubleheader yesterday. And I will tell you, well, one was a bunt single, but the two singles were a little harder hit. Then you had a sacrifice fly from Brett Coker. And so a four-run first as they took advantage of an opportunity and scored four times. Damon Jorgensen, the shortstop for this Crusader baseball team leads off to face Zach Keenan in the top of the second. He has had a very good series, especially at the plate. Five for 12, couple of runs, couple of RBIs, and a homer. Swing and a miss on Keenan's first offering here in the second. 
Zach picked up a couple of strikeouts in the first. Hitter checked his or tried to check his swing, was ruled not to have by the home plate umpire Corey Simpson, and so strike two. Outfield straight away for this right-hand hitter who's hitting 304. Strike three call. Change up, throws him, and Keenan has his third strikeout. First Vision Bank is a proud partner of MTSU Athletics and the official strikeout partner this season. Don't strike out on your banking services, however. Go to First Vision Bank. They provide more power to your business. The batter is Riley Dent. Shows a bunt and takes a ball as he lays off of it. The pitch comes inside, 1-0. and oh. Dent had a big two-run triple yesterday. Also drove in another run. Takes a strike, showing bunt again and pulling the bat back, but it got the upper part of the strike zone, so a ball and a strike. Dent has played in right field the first three games, starting this game in left. Bats from the left side, and a 1-1 pitch, swing, and a foul ball off his foot at the plate. Ouch. So as we mentioned earlier, the Blue Raiders... No more home games this month at Austin P. Tuesday than in Memphis this weekend for four and start Conference USA play the following weekend at Alabama Birmingham. A one-two pitch, swing, and a miss. Good breaking ball from Keenan. And a couple of strikeouts here in this inning. So with two outs and the base is empty, it brings up Brady Renfro. Renfro appeared as a pinch hitter in the second game yesterday, drew a walk in that plate appearance. Takes a strike on the outside corner. Renfro three for seven in the early going, so that figures out to 429. Bats from the left side. Pitch to him outside. Ball one and strike one. Renfro, an outfielder or a left-hand pitcher. He's a freshman from Antigua, Wisconsin. Bats with two outs. Nobody on base for his club here in the second inning. Ball and a strike. Swing and a miss for strike two. Boy, for kind of a cool, damp morning, the day's picked up a little bit, and the weather, a good crowd here, enjoying things so far, especially after that four-run Blue Raider first inning. One and two, swing and a miss, and Keenan has fanned five of the first six that he has faced here this afternoon. Three up, three down for Valpo in the Second will go to the bottom of the second inning. Blue Raiders have a four to nothing lead. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville, and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Well, you know, I've been talking at length uh, since the season began about the Conference USA schedule, single game, doubleheader, single game, and it's called looking with comprehension. I really hadn't looked at Valpo's schedule to with any depth of perception, obviously, and I'm seeing that for Missouri Valley, they are one-upping the Conference USA. They play a single game, doubleheader, doubleheader, single game for all of their conference activity. So playing six games in four days. Now that will try a pitching staff. Fausto Lopez started the first with a walk, scored the first run of the game, and takes a strike to start things in the bottom of the second inning. Swing and a miss. Good cut on an off-speed pitch from Easton Roadhouse. So he started and now relieved in the same series. Lopez, Sullivan, and Wright in the bottom of the second inning. Pitch up high and makes it one and two. Fausto at 292. Now tied with Bryson Thomas for the RBI lead with nine. Bryson getting his ninth in the first inning. One, two delivery goes outside. Two balls and two strikes. Six o'clock game at Austin P on Tuesday night, so a 5.45 airtime. Here's a 2-2, and Lopez fouls it back and keeps the count at two balls and two strikes. 4-0 For the game, Coach Steve Peterson's number 25 was officially retired. And Jersey up on the fence down the right field line right by the 330 mark. 330 down the lines here at Reese Smith Field. 2-2, Lopez a foul out of play again. 365 in the power alleys, 395 to straightaway center field. First left field right up against uh, Johnny Red Floyd Football Stadium. A 2-2 two, two. 
Lopez slams one into deep left center field. That ball is going to one-hop the fence. Fausto will cruise into second base with a double. Fitzsimmons got to it quickly and got it back in, but uh, no doubt about that double for Fausto Lopez. A double tree by Hilton. Murfreesboro is the sponsor of doubles this season. Double tree by Hilton and Murfreesboro. They'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Fausto's double is his fourth, and so that puts him now in front. But with the club lead, Thomas and Hagenau had three, along with Fausto coming in. So the Blue Raiders have four hits. Lopez at second with nobody out. Hunter Sullivan is the batter. Takes the ball outside. Four-nothing, Blue Raiders in the second inning. Sullivan stands in from the left side. Bunts up the first baseline. Second baseman over to cover. The pit throw from the first baseman, Schmack, is in time. Sullivan out by a step. Scored a sacrifice, 3-4. Lopez to third base with one out. And the batter is D.J. Wright. DJ got a walk in that first inning and scored one of the Blue Raiders' four first inning runs. He was on the front end of a double steal in that first inning. Infield in all the way around, right swings and fouls. And the pitch after the double steal, JT Mabry hit a pop-up on the infield that with runners at first and second would have had him automatically out on the infield fly rule. But the ball, they weren't runners at first and second. The ball was dropped and JT reached on an error. As it turned out, didn't figure in any scoring. Wright takes a one strike pitch, it's inside. DJ looking to drive home Lopez, swing and a miss, good cut. Just out in front of that pitch, and it makes it one and two. DJ Homer, six runs batted in. Bottom of the second, four-nothing Blue Raiders. And the one-two pitch, that's inside, two balls and two strikes. Roadhouse checking on the sign, and the right-hander goes into the set position. Here's his pitch to right, a swing and a foul. He stays up there with that foul tip and keeps the count at two balls and two strikes. So Lopez with a double to start the inning. Sullivan bunts him over to third.
Here's the pitch, and Wright swings and fouls it to the backstop. So I'm, I'm looking and just thinking of, I'm sure the, remember we were talking yesterday, the rule that one of the double A, the double A leagues in baseball are going to be subjected to is you have to have four infields with both feet on the dirt. And I'm thinking that must just mean in front of the grass in the outfield. Another foul ball. Because as I'm looking around right now, I see two of the four Valpo infielders are on the grass, but they're on the infield grass. And they're on the left side. That's just anyway. Sometimes I wonder about who comes up with these things. Pop fly, foul, and out of play. So DJ has fouled off three, two strike pitches here. That's another Zaxby's foul ball. So right back in and Roadhouse ready to go. 2-2 on the Blue Raider designated hitter. 2-2 pitch. That's strike three on the outside corner. Roadhouse gets his second strikeout. And now a runner at third with two outs for Nathan Sanders. Nathan got the scoring started in the first, hitting with the bases loaded. He lined a single to center, scoring Lopez and Sullivan. Infield backs up now with two down. Swing and a miss by Sanders. Nathan's two RBIs give him seven now on the season. Four-nothing Blue Raiders in the second. One strike pitch. Strike on the inside corner and strike two. Center fielder waits for a two-strike pitch, hits it high in the air into shallow left. Let's see, it's going to be Riley Dent, the left fielder, coming in and making the catch. Nice job by Roadhouse of pitching around a runner at third with one out. Gets a strikeout along the way, so no runs a hit and one left for the Blue Raiders in the bottom of the second inning. So we've played two and after two, the Blue Raiders lead in this one Four to nothing over Valparaiso. This is Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee? Not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. 
Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Well, we've played two. Blue Raiders have a four to nothing lead, and it almost looks like Sun might be actually at least to some small part, peeking out behind the clouds. See some shadows of players down on the field. And that's always a welcome sight. Temperature was 64 game time, bumped up a couple to 66. As we have hit March 14th. Caleb Hannes, the third baseman for Valparaiso, bats against Zach Keenan to lead off the top of the third inning. Keenan's first pitch, Hannes hits it foul and out of play. Well, Hannes has a, he's gone three for eight in the series, which is good. A home run, which is good. Two RBIs, which is good. But it was his play on a bunt by Bryce Simler in the first game that uh, really was the difference between a no-hitter and a one-hitter for Colin Fields. It was a sensational bare-hand play by this Crusader third baseman. Takes a one-strike pitch for a ball, one and one. Hannah's Johnson, and Capers, seven, eight, and nine in the Valparaiso batting order in the top of the third. Strike on the outside corner, good fastball, makes it one and two. Next Blue Raider home game will be on April 1st against Rice. One-two pitch. Ball bounced to short. Lopez gets it over to Thomas at first, and there's one away. Leadoff batter retires to start the top of the third inning. And the second baseman, Parker Johnson, will be the batter. Blue Raiders a four-run first. Sanders a couple of runs batted in. Coker and Thomas the other two. Johnson tries to check his swing. Didn't hold up in time, and so that curveball that bit the dirt is a strike. 0-1. Couple of hits and 10 at bats in the series. Second baseman hits from the left side, a one strike pitch to him. Low on the outside part of the plate and ball one. One ball and one strike. Outfield straight away for this hitter for Valparaiso. Swing and a miss. Keenan gets ahead, one and two. He's set to go, and the one-two pitch. Strike three called in the outside corner, and that is strikeout number six for Zach. First Vision Bank racking up the strikeouts in the early going. Now we've had a... Six of those and a 
double tree double and we need an old south properties home run coming up from a blue raider batter we've not had one in this series keenan working quickly as jake capers steps in first pitch to him is a little high and outside ball one capers two hits in the series a run batted in has caught all of the innings. Ball a little bit inside, two balls and no strikes. Two outs, bases empty in the Valparaiso top of the third inning. 2-0 in the pitch, swing and a miss, makes it two and one. Turning out to be a pretty nice afternoon at the ballpark. 2-1 delivery right at the knees and right down the middle for a called strike two. So count even on the catcher for the Crusaders. He bats with two outs, bases empty, a 2-2 count in the second. Lifts this one high to left. Vincent two steps to his left there to make the catch, and that retires the side. Valparaiso retired in order in the third inning, and so middle of the third, still Blue Raiders four, Valparaiso nothing. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. 68 teams, one program. March Madness is coming. Celebrate the return of the historic NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament with the official NCAA Men's Final Four Souvenir Program, featuring profiles on all 68 teams selected for the tournament. So take it to the basket, the shopping basket, by pre-ordering the official program now at publications.learfieldimgcollege.com. That's publications.learfieldimgcollege.com. Order today. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Let's take time for station identification before we tell you about the new Valparaiso pitcher. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. The new pitcher for Valparaiso as we move to the bottom of the third is a right-hander, Nathan Chasey. Chasey is a junior from Ames, Iowa. 6'1", 195 pounds. And so he comes in for Valparaiso in relief of Easton Roadhouse and becomes the third pitcher used by Valparaiso. Chasey has worked 
three times out of the bullpen, has not worked a total of three innings, no record, but he's not allowed any runs on only a couple of base hits while striking out six. So he's fanned six of the nine batters or nine outs that he's had to get. And he faces J.T. Mabry in the third. J.T., a line foul past third base down into the left field corner. Ball had a pretty good hook on it and ended up being fouled by when it landed by about six or seven feet. J.T. reached on an air when a pop fly that he hit was dropped in the first inning. Takes down and in for a ball. Mabry, Coker, and Thomas bat for the Blue Raiders here in the bottom of the third. Blue Raiders up 4-0 to this point. Swing and a miss. Good curveball and strike one. Make that strike two. One and two. Roadhouse goes three innings, one run on three hits, no walks, and two strikeouts. So with his walks and strikeout ratio in this series, uh, he could fit in right well with the Blue Raiders. He hadn't walked anybody and has struck out eight in his now eight or now completed eight innings of work. Foul ball on the one-two pitch. Mabry gets another one in the dirt. Four run first. Lopez walked. Hunter Sullivan a bunt single. DJ Wright a walk. The starter was removed at that point. Nathan Sanders, a two-run single. Coker, a sacrifice fly. And Thomas, an RBI single. 2-2 pitch. Good breaking ball. Swing and a miss and strike three. Chasey gets the first man he faces. And Brett Coker will bat. Fly ball from him to deep center field. Got home a run. Well, the one of the fun is I've talked about it before, but this is a fun time of year. You got college baseball revved up, you got spring training baseball, and now you're into the end and past that of the basketball season. Turn conference tournaments are over or will finish today, and uh, then the NCAA tournaments starting next weekend keeps us all very, very pleasantly occupied. Well, it's not always. Here's a high drive to deep center field, going back, going back, and it is off the wall for extra bases. Coker rounding second base, and Brett will go to third with a triple. He just missed getting it out of the ballpark, slightly to the left of dead center field. Lots of contact there. Brett's triple is his second of the season. Lot of distance on a very well hit ball. Almost a sensational catch by Fitzsimmons as well. He really banged into the wall. So Bryson Thomas will bat with the runner at third and one out. Infield comes in. But you know, talking about the tournaments and all the thing baseball going on. Got the selection show coming up this afternoon in about three hours. Thomas sends a high pop fly behind the plate and in play and caught by Capers. That ball had some serious altitude. 
caught back on the middle of the warning track, slightly to the third base side of home play. Always been amazed at how easy catchers usually make that pop fly play look. And I was a kid when I did it, but tried it a couple of times. That's really hard. Here's Jake Hagenow. So he hits with Coker at third and two outs. And Jake takes inside for a ball. Jake out on strikes in the first inning, hitting at 250. Three doubles and a home run for him in the early going. Coker at third base after the triple, swing and a grounder foul to the third base dugout. One and one. Outfield straight away for the Blue Raider catcher. A 1-1 pitch swing and a foul. This time to the Blue Raider dugout on the first base side. That one went off the end of the bat, so one and two. Blue Raiders looking to get this one today and earn a split of the four-game series with Valparaiso. 1-2 pitch, Hagenau a swing and a miss. And Chasey gets a couple of strikeouts, pitches around the one-out triple, and keeps the Blue Raiders off the board in this third inning. No runs, a hit, and one left. After three now, we will move on to inning number four with the Blue Raiders leading four to nothing. This is Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Tri-Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Well, the three inning totals here this afternoon. No runs, no hits, an error. Nobody left for Valparaiso. Four runs, five hits, no errors. And four left for the Blue Raiders. So Zach Keenan, who has gone three and struck out six, Gets set to start the fourth inning. And he will face Stephen Fitzsimmons, Kyle Schmack, and Jeremy Drudge, the one, two, and three hitters in the Valparaiso starting lineup. 
Blue Raiders getting four in the first. Actually have had a chance to pretty much have this game put away because they'd scored four times, had runners at first and third in the first. With only one out, had to settle for that those four runs, which are big, but had a runner at third with one out in each of the last two innings and have left that base runner stranded as well. Fitzsimmons, the batter, banged pretty hard into the wall in deep left center field in the bottom of the third, trying to make a spectacular catch. Not quite able to do so on what went for a triple by Brett Coker. Fitzsimmons hits left, takes a strike to make it one and one. He's hitting 303, two for 10 in the series, out on strikes in the first inning. One-one pitch, low in the outside corner, two balls and one strike. Zach Keenan working the right-handers two-one pitch, swing and a foul straight back. This meeting, this series, uh, first meeting ever between these two schools in baseball. Two-two on the leadoff hitter. Ground ball, base hit into right field. First base runner for Valpo comes and as a leadoff single in the top of the fourth inning. So the batter is Kyle Schmack out on strikes in the first inning. First baseman for Valparaiso. Fitzsimmons with his third hit of the series on at first. Keenan ready and Schmack takes a strike on the outside part of the plate. Strike one. Keenan retired nine in a row to start the game, striking out six. Throw over to first, the runner back. And Fields, Colin Fields, the starter who pitched the no-hitter in the first game yesterday, after walking the leadoff hitter, retired 19 in a row. One strike and another throw to first. Fitzsimmons, one stolen base in two tries on the season. Has not attempted a stolen base thus far in this series. Getting some attention from Keenan here. Count holding at one strike on Schmack. Another throw to first. It 
is another one of those experimental rules that they're trying in the minor leagues. It's in, at the A level, I believe. You're limited to two bluffs or throws to first with any single base runner. One strike and a pitch. Fouled, lined foul down into the bullpen along the left field line. But foul from the moment it left the bat. Hit very well by Schmack, but he was out in front of it. And it's strike two. Four-nothing Blue Raiders as we're in the top of the fourth. Runner at first, nobody out for the Crusaders. A throw to first again. All the runs coming in, a four-run first inning. Keenan set two strikes with this hitter. Ball fouled away to the right side. We'll get back off the ends of the stands, not quite into them on the first base side. And count holds at two strikes. On deck is the right fielder, Jeremy Drudge. Fitzsimmons starting the inning with a single. Smack hit ball, hit the umpire, and the umpire. While the Blue Raiders got an umpire to Mabry to Lopez to Thomas double play, the ball hit the umpire, and guess what? The umpire got hit in the foot, and guess who that cost? Does it cost Valpo? Oh, no. Everybody's safe. So the ball hit the umpire, deflected to Mabry, he went to Lopez over to first. They got an easy double play. And it's not the umpire. It's not, this is not like a ruling situation here, uh, you know, judgment call. Those are the rules. <laughs> but it's like that's, uh, that is a very, very, very bad break. I don't even have any clue how that would be scored. I don't know that I've ever really, I'm sure I've seen that. So Kyle Bunn, pitching coach, is going to bring everybody in and just say, okay, so here's the situation. We thought there were two outs and nobody on base, but the umpire's not quick enough to get out of the way. Going to have to get Mr. Coleman uh, Warming up a little better or something. So the home plate umpire, Corey Simpson, goes out to discuss things on the mound and perhaps break up the conversation. So umpire interference. And the runner is at first. Wow. The batter is Jeremy Drudge. He bats with two on and nobody out. And Zach Keenan delivers a curveball, a ball, one and oh. 
I'm a little stunned by just the end result of that last play. There's a strike. Again, to an um, a ground ball that deflected off the umpire, not by much, went right to Mabry, who started a double play, but umpire interference was called. A ball and a strike with this hitter. Two on, nobody out. Ball drilled, but foul down on the right side. Trying to do a quick Do a little research on that. There's a curveball for a strike while I'm trying to do some research. Keenan has seven strikeouts now. That's a big out. Found something in the, the shortstop, umpire two, rules. And it's, uh, well, it says, in a case where an umpire is touched by a batted ball before the ball batted, Touches or passes an infielder, call interference on yourself, call time, award the base runner first base. Other runners advanced if forced. That's what I was afraid I was going to find. Actually, I'm glad I found that they called the play correctly. But oh, Strike on the first pitch to Damon Jorgensen. As we mentioned, when he batted in the second inning, he has five hits in this series, five for 12, five for 13 now. He hits with two on and one out in the top of the fourth. Swing and a miss. Zach Keenan in a jam not of his own making. Has two strikes on this hitter and strikes him out. Wow. Keenan has the strikeout pitch going eight into the fourth inning. And with two outs and two on, here's Riley Dent. The left fielder number 22, Riley Dent. Two on, two outs, number 22 at the plate. Riley Dent takes inside for a ball. So the batter, by the way, is credited with a base hit on that interference. There's a strike, one and one. So Zach Keenan 
I mean, it's it's really ironic. Instead of a double play, it's a, a base hit and two on. And those are the two base runners that would have been erased in the double play. Swing and a foul straight back. And then to add insult to injury, uh, the, the batter gets a base hit, so the pitcher doesn't even get benefit of possibly those runs being unearned should they score. So, ball and two strikes with Dent. Fitzsimmons at second, Schmack is at first. One-two pitch, fouled away, so still a ball and two strikes. Mentioned Dent, a two-run triple. It was in the first game yesterday afternoon. In the game on Friday night, had... Reached on an error and had a couple of stolen bases. And he's hit by the pitch. So with the count of ball and two strikes, a hit by pitch loads the bases with two outs. And the batter is Brady Renfro. It's interesting, Zach hasn't walked anybody this year. That's his first hit by pitch. Takes his time, now delivers, and a strike called. Bases loaded in the Valpo fourth inning. A 4-0 Blue Raider lead. Zach Keenan working, and the right-hander sets and delivers, and the ball is popped up. On the infield, now a step on the outfield grass. Fausto Lopez is there and makes the catch. No runs, two hits, no errors, and three left in the Valpo fourth inning. Very nice job by Zach Keenan of not letting that interference call uh, that erased a double play mess with his mind. He came right back, did a nice job of blanking Valparaiso in the fourth inning. So middle of the fourth, the Raiders have a four to nothing lead. This is Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. 
News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. So really, really splendid job by Zach Keenan in the top of the fourth. The situation was this, Stephen Fitzsimmons had bled off the inning with a single, the first base runner for Valparaiso. The next batter, Kyle Schmack, hit a sharp ground ball towards second, but it deflected off the umpire there. Cedric Coleman went right to J.T. Mabry, who went to Lopez on to Thomas for a double play, so it would have appeared, except for the rule, which says if a baseball hits an umpire before it passes a fielder other than the pitcher, it's interference of the umpire, play is stopped dead, batter gets a base hit, and other runners move up as uh, you would think. And so that's what it was. So it was two on, no outs instead of two outs and nobody on. Keenan came back, got two strikeouts, did hit a batter, but then got a pop fly and got out of the inning. So really good job by the Blue Raider right-hander. That, that kind of stuff can mess with your mind. Takes a lot less than that to get me. Hunter Sullivan, 0-2, swing and a miss on a pitch in the dirt. The throw will have to go to make that Luke Vincent. Throw to first for the out. So the third strikeout for Nathan Chasey. Chasey, the third Valparaiso pitcher in this game. He came on in the third inning, gave up a one-out triple, but pitched around it. He has three strikeouts. Top of the order and Fausto Lopez. Fausto a walk and a run scored, doubled in the second. Swing and a miss here for strike one. Four-nothing Blue Raiders in the bottom of the fourth. One strike, Fausto waits. Here's the pitch down low, ball one and strike one. Lopez, a home run, nine runs batted in. The home run was an exciting, remember, bottom of the 10th inning game-winning homer against Bowling Green. And a swing and a miss for strike two. Jacob Rosencran started for Valparaiso. He was relieved in the first inning by Easton Roadhouse. And now Chasey. Came in in the third. Works here in the bottom of the fourth. Lopez batting with one out and the base is empty. A 1-2 pitch outside and low. Blue Raider baseball coming up on Tuesday at Austin P. Six o'clock game. Two two to Lopez and just a little bit inside. Pretty good looking pitch, really. Three balls and two strikes. Hunter Sullivan waiting to bat next in this fourth inning. Fausto asks for time, but the plate gets it and steps out for a moment. 
And takes up high for ball four. So he's been on base all three times. And it brings up Sullivan. Hunter a bunt single in the first, a sacrifice bunt in the second inning. After reaching, attempting a sacrifice in the first, but uh, had a little too much speed and so beat it out. He didn't mind that. Scored a run in that first inning. Hunter takes high and outside for a ball. As we mentioned, he was hitting 375 when the season ended early last year. When you're hitting that well, you, you're really upset that things got shut down. First pitch of ball, Hunter playing in right field in this game. Lopez the lead at first base. Gets a throw. Fausto has stolen nine bases. He's been caught stealing four times. Those are the most stolen bases on the club. One zero pitch. He's going the throw to second. He's been caught stealing five times now. Nice throw from Capers, who's done a good job of throwing out base runners in this series. So two outs and nobody on base now after the caught stealing. Ball on a strike and Sullivan takes outside. Checked his swing in time. Ball two and strike one. A 4 nothing Blue Raider lead in the bottom of the fourth. Sullivan, two and one, gets a pitch and fouls it back this way. Valparaiso will be uh, just up the road next weekend at Western Kentucky. They've got a three-game series there. Blue Raiders will be in Memphis. Valparaiso also has a, a weekday game coming up in a couple, about a week from Tuesday from, at Notre Dame. Don't have to travel too far for that one. 2-2 Two -two pitch on Sullivan. Ball three is low and inside. Nathan Chasey working for the Crusaders. Right-hander set with a 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. He racked up a couple of strikeouts in the inning, now has four in his two innings of work. No runs, a hit, a walk, but a runner caught stealing, so nobody left on base. After four innings of play this afternoon at Reese Smith Field 
It's the Blue Raiders four and Valparaiso nothing. This is Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Well, we roll around to the top of the fifth inning. Blue Raiders getting four first inning runs and leading four to nothing after four. Zach Keenan out for his fifth inning of work, and he will face. Caleb Hannes, Parker Johnson, and Jake Capers here in the top of the fifth inning. Right-hand hitting Caleb Hannes stands in and takes a strike call. Hannes' home run in this series came in the second game yesterday afternoon. He bats with a one strike count, takes a curveball down and away, and makes it one and one. Hannah's only time up in this game, ground out to shortstop. One one pitch, outside and low, ball two and strike one. Dapo. Threatened in the fourth, a leadoff single, and then umpire interference put two on with no outs. With two outs, there was a hit batter, so the base is loaded, but Keenan getting a pop fly to get out of trouble. 2-1 pitch, swinging a foul, 2-2. Two and two. As mentioned, Zach did a really good job pitching around a situation that uh, could easily get kind of get inside your head and mess you up a little bit. A 2-2 pitch, bounce to second base. Mabry has it over to Thomas at first and one out. So Hannah's grounds out to start the Valparaiso top of the fifth inning. One out, base is empty. And the batter is the second baseman, Parker Johnson. The second baseman, number 18, Parker Johnson. Overcast day at the ballpark, but the temperature getting up into the mid-60s and breeze blowing from right to left as we're in the top of the fifth with the Blue Raiders up by that 4-0 score. Parker a swing and a miss on Keenan's first pitch. 
Brings home another one, and that's hit high in the air to left. Luke Vinson, a couple of steps to his left, one or two in, makes the catch, and there are two outs. So the fly ball to left, second out of the top of the fifth inning. Jake Capers, the batter, hit a fly ball to left uh, for the third out in the third. So the Crusader catcher will bat here with the bases empty and two outs. Right-hand hitter stands in. Keenan goes to work. A swing and a miss. Ground out and a fly ball have retired the first two. Valparaiso hitters in the top of the fifth inning. A one-strike pitch back up the middle into center field for a base hit. Capers keeps the fifth inning going with a two-out single. Top of the order, and Stephen Fitzsimmons, he led off the fourth inning with a single. One for two in this game. Capers base hit his third of the series. He's at first base with two outs in the top of the fifth inning. Ball bounced to second base. Mabry to his left a couple of steps out at first. For Valparaiso, nothing doing in the fifth. No runs a hit. A runner is left on base, and so in the middle of the fifth inning, it's where we were after one. Still the Blue Raiders four, Valparaiso nothing. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. All right, bottom of the fifth, four nothing, Blue Raiders. And it's DJ Wright, Nathan Sanders, and JT Mabry to come to the plate. And I know if you followed Blue Raider baseball for a long time, um, you'll have heard Dick Palmer talking about uh, Hannah Witherspoon bringing us fresh-baked cookies and brownies and other such great things. And I, I realized today how spoiled I've become because she and her husband, Don, were at the tournament. And 
So they just got off the plane and came here, and she gave me a nice note and explaining what was going on. And But I told my wife today, oh, I'm not going to get any cookies. Um, it's, it's fun to be spoiled. That's all I can say. And, and thanks to the Witherspoons, they great uh, great people involved with this Middle Tennessee athletic program. D.J. Wright, a walk in the first inning, scored a run. 0 for 1. Otherwise, takes a pitch for a ball. Wright, Sanders, and Mabry. 3, 4, and 5 in the Blue Raider batting order facing Nathan Chasey, C-H-A-S-E-Y. Right-hander delivers, and D.J. pops one foul behind the plate, but it's going to get into the first row of seats. Evens the count, add a ball and a strike. Fans, that's another Zaxby's So I was telling you about the, the fact that the Blue Raider, Lady Raiders going into San Antonio and getting set for the NCAA, get to quarantine for a couple of days. DJ slams one down the line in left field. A fair ball goes to the wall. He is going to pull in at second base with a leadoff double. DJ Wright, his first double of the year, a Hilton double tree double, the second the Blue Raiders have picked up in this game, the other belonging to Fausto Lopez. So DJ getting the Blue Raiders their sixth hit. what they can do with this. Nathan Sanders had a two-run single in that four-run first inning and scored a run himself. Fly ball to left his last time up, so he is one for two. Wright's going. The pitch is high, but the throw to third is not in time. DJ gets the stolen base. That was a really good throw by the catcher Capers on a pitch that was in under the chin of Nathan Sanders, who was squared around as though he were going to bunt. But Wright got a good jump and a head first slide safe at third. So DJ, two stolen bases in this game. Now three on the season. Sanders taking a pitch, a 1-0 delivery is outside, 2-0. Blue Raiders, a base runner at third, nobody out, infield in for Valparaiso. We're in the bottom of the fifth inning. Pitch on the way, swing and a miss, good changeup. Chasey pitched around a one-out double in the third. Now he's going to have to. Pitch around a runner at third and no outs after the double and stolen base. 2-1 bunt. They hold everybody the throw to first, and I'm not sure what the Blue Raiders were trying to do there except give them a nice easy out. Ball was bunted sharply to first. It was a safety squeeze. and Good base running by D.J. Wright to stay planted. First baseman goes to the second baseman covering, and so that's an out. Don't normally see your fourth hitter being asked to lay down a bunt. 
J.T. Mabry, the batter, swing and a foul ball over the third base dugout. J.T. in this game has reached on an air, been out on strikes 0 for 2. Stands in, batting 273. Hits from the right side. An opportunity with the runner at third. A tap up the third baseline, dropped by the pitcher. Wright's going to have to hold at third, but Mabry is aboard. And that puts runners at first and third with two outs. And an infield single for J.T. Mabry. So D.J. has shown some good base running instincts at third on two balls. The bunt obviously seeing it was too hard and that he would be out easily at the plate on the safety squeeze. And then with, even though they didn't field it cleanly, they had to play right in front of him up the third base line. It went off the glove of Chasey. And even if he'd have fielded it cleanly with Mabry's speed, would not have had a play at first. That's why JT gets an infield single. So seven hits now for the Blue Raiders. Strike called to Brett Coker. Throw to first. Back in is JT. Brett drove in a run in the first inning with a sacrifice fly. Hit a triple high off the wall in deep left center field in the third. Hits with an opportunity here in the fifth inning. Two on with one out. And a throw to first. Outfield straight away for the Blue Raider third baseman. Grounds this one foul up by third. Fielded by Blake Hunt. Blue Raider coach and throws the ball back in. Actually off to one of the managers as a new baseball had already gone to the pitcher. T.J. Wright a double to open the inning. Stole third. He's at third with one out. Mabry goes. The throw to second base is in time for the out. Hold it. So I think what they did was, well, they threw to second base on the strikeout by Coker. And then Mabry was out at second base, the, and the run didn't cross the plate before the out was made. So that's uh, hard to do, but a runner at third, nobody out, and that, that's a strange way not to get them in. So it's no runs, two hits, no errors, and one left for the Blue Raiders here in the bottom of the fifth inning. So with that, we will go to the six. Blue Raiders still leading in this one, four to nothing. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Doubletree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Doubletree cookie welcome? What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Well, the Blue Raiders uh, have a 4 0 lead as we move along to the top of the sixth inning. And Kyle Schmack is the hitter. Got a gift base hit in the fourth inning, and I don't mean the ball that should have been an error or anything like that. He hit a ball that hit the umpire before it passed a fielder, and you get a base hit when that happens. And he is nicked by a pitch. Actually, I think there was a thread sticking up from his batting glove that was nicked, but in any case, the leadoff batter is on. That's the second hit by pitch from Zach Keenan in this game. So one on and nobody out. Here's Jeremy Drudge. A three for 12 series as he bats a home run in this series. Playing in right field this afternoon. He'd been the designated hitter the first three games. Slams one to left center and guess who's gonna go get it? Nathan Sanders, great jump. He gets just a great read off the bat. That ball was hit very hard to Sanders right over towards left center field. The shortstop number two, and Damon Jorgensen. Because he gets such a good jump, he takes a play like that that sometimes you'll see a guy making a catch on the run. He, he has actually almost stopped when he got to the baseball. Fine play by Sanders and one out as a result. Damon Jorgensen is the batter. Hitless in two at bats thus far against Zach Keenan. Takes a strike. One on, one out, sixth inning as Valparaiso is batting, trailing four to nothing. There's a strike. Keenan really has a good ability to mix his locations and speeds and his pitch assortment too. And he's been very effective here this afternoon. Two strikes on this hitter, the 0-2, outside and low. Ball one and strike two. We actually have sunshine at the ballpark right now. After a, a cloudy couple of days, but mostly dry, not completely. If you were here, you know that. It's nice to 
to have some sunshine. One ball and two strikes. Swing and a miss, and that is strikeout number nine for Zach. He gets Jorgensen for the third time. And the batter is the left fielder, Riley Dent. Riley 0 for 1, plus a hit by pitch. Schmack was nipped on the first pitch of the inning. Drudge hit the line drive. Good catch by Sanders for an out. Strikeout of Jorgensen for out number two. And here's Dent playing in left field today. Bats from the left side. Bounces one foul at first base. Blue Raiders got four in the first. In the second and third innings, had runners at third with only one out. Failed to get runners home. In the fifth inning, top that, they had a runner at third with nobody out and, and managed to leave that runner at third as well. While I'm being grumpy, I'll point out that in the first inning, after scoring four runs, they had runners at first and third with one out and had to settle for the four. So I need somebody to step up and, and get a timely hit here and there. Ball one, strike one with Dent. Looking ahead to the bottom of this inning, Bryson Thomas, Jake Hagenow, and Luke Vinson are the scheduled hitters. 1-1 one, one pitch down low, two balls and a strike. Dent bats from the right side. A 2-1 pitch to him, grounded to second base. Mabry has it. His play will be to Thomas at first, and that retires the side. Leadoff batter hit by a pitch. Nothing develops in the sixth inning. No runs or hits, and one left on base for Valparaiso. So Zach Keenan has worked a solid, excellent six innings here thus far this afternoon. We go to the bottom of the six. Blue Raiders have a four-to-nothing lead. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Sixty-eight teams, one program. March Madness is coming. Celebrate the return of the historic NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament with the official NCAA Men's Final Four Souvenir Program, featuring profiles on all 68 teams selected for the tournament. So take it to the basket, the shopping basket, by pre-ordering the official program now at publications.learfieldimgcollege.com. That's publications.learfieldimgcollege.com. Order today. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Bottom of the sixth, the Blue Raiders 
out in front by a 4-0 score. A new pitcher to tell you about for Valparaiso. But before that, let's take time out for station identification. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. New pitcher for the Blue Raiders is a right-hander, Nolan Labamuth. He is a junior, 6'4", from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and he becomes the fourth pitcher for Valparaiso, replacing Nathan Chazen, three innings of no-run, three-hit baseball, walked one and struck out four. So Chasey doing a very fine job in relief and holding the score where it was when he inherited it. And that's four nothing Blue Raiders. Bryson Thomas bats first in this Blue Raiders sixth inning, takes a pitch outside and that's a ball. Bryson, a single with a run batted in in the first one for two this afternoon. It's his ninth RBI and moved him into a tie for first with Fausto Lopez on the team RBI list. Strike on the 1-0, and it's a ball and a strike. Four runs, seven hits for the Blue Raiders. No runs, three hits. For Valparaiso, ball outside and low, two and one. Two one pitch, Bryson takes, and that's a called strike two and two. Jake Hagenow will hit next in this inning. Bottom of the sixth. Two-two to Thomas. Swing and a miss. Good fastball. So one out, seven strikeouts for Valparaiso pitching on the afternoon. Zach Keenan has nine. And for both teams throughout this entire series, uh, the pitchers have really had the strikeouts going. The first game, Valpo had nine strikeouts. The Blue Raiders, 16 by their pitchers. Jake Hagenow takes the ball. Game one yesterday, Fields had 10. The Blue Raider pitchers had 10. Second game, two Valpo pitchers had nine. Trzinski had eight of them, and Blue Raiders pitchers had 12. Hagenow swing and a miss, and strike one. Luke Vinson will bat next here in the Blue Raiders sixth inning. One out, base is empty for Hagenau right now. One one pitch, swing and a miss, and one and two. Jake a home run on the season. 
Four runs batted in. Bats with the bases empty here in the sixth inning. Up high. So the count's even at two balls and two strikes. Lebemoff with the pitch, and it's outside, ball three. Three balls and two strikes. As we mentioned, he's the fourth Valpo pitcher. Rosencrantz, Roadhouse, and Chasey precede him. 3-2 delivery, swing and a miss. So he's come in, gotten a couple of strikeouts, gets the first two Blue Raider batters in the sixth inning, and the inning will continue for Luke Vincent. Luke has popped out and struck out in his two times to the plate, steps in from the left side, playing in left field this afternoon. Fouls one off to the left side, strike one. Fausto Lopez would bat next in this inning if Luke can get on with two outs. Right now, two outs, nobody on base. One strike pitch, foul back. Blue Raiders... Up 4-0, we want, need to get a win here to get a split of this four-game series with Valparaiso. Pitch on the way, it's high for a ball. So one ball and two strikes. Lebemoff is appearing for the third time. He has been used in relief the previous two and is here this afternoon. One, two, up and in again. Spins Vincent a little bit off the plate and evens the count at two balls and two strikes. Works from the stretch, here's the pitch, swing and a miss. He comes in, faces three, fans three. Made that look easy. Three up, three down go the Blue Raiders. So after six innings of play now, the Blue Raiders have a four to nothing lead. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. 
News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Well, we roll around to the top of the seventh inning. The Blue Raiders have a 4-0 lead. All four runs coming in the first inning. And the six inning totals have Valparaiso with no runs, three hits, an error, and five left on base. For the Blue Raiders, it's four runs, seven hits, no errors, and also five stranded. So Zach Keenan, who's started and gone through six, gets set to work in the top of the seventh inning. And he will face the designated hitter for Valparaiso, Brady Renfro. Renfro a strikeout and a pop-up in his two trips to the plate. That's from the left side, facing the right-hander, Keenan, in this seventh inning. First pitch hit high in the air to center field. Nathan Sanders going back a little further now. That ball carried, but Nathan about a step from the warning track straight away center field, hauls it in for the out. So a long fly ball out to start the top half of the seventh. Caleb Hannes is the batter. Hannes has grounded out twice, once to Lopez, once to Mabry. The third baseman, number 15, Caleb Hannes. He has a home run in this series. Blue Raiders don't, but Valparaiso has one from Drudge, Jorgensen, and this hitter, Caleb Hannes. First pitch a ball to this right-hand batter. The next one is inside. Two balls and no strikes. Pitch to Hannah's, a sharp ground ball, just foul at third. That was extremely close to being a fair ball, probably about six inches foul. Nice pickup behind the bag by Brett Coker. But the ball was a foul ball, and so back to the plate is Hannah's, and the count is two and one. Now it's three and one as that pitch goes outside. Keenan working in his seventh inning. Ready to go three and one, a bouncer to third. Coker from the top of the dirt picks it up. Nice throw on the run and gets him at first. And as you might hear, gets a, a good response from the crowd. He got to that ball and didn't let it play him. He charged it. And that uh, that was a big difference in making being able to make that play as it turned out. You wait on that ball, it probably eats you up and goes as an infield hit. It's a nice play by Coker at third, two outs. Here's Parker Johnson, the second baseman, hitless in two at-bats thus far this afternoon. Johnson a swing and a miss from Keenan. Seeing the beginnings of action in the Blue Raider bullpen as Keenan is working in the seventh. A one-strike pitch. That's strike two. 
Well, I know the bats didn't do much yesterday, but uh, you know the Blue Raider pitchers have continued to just be very, very solid. A two-strike pitch, ground ball to short by second. Lopez has it over to first in time for the out. So Zach retires Valparaiso 1-2-3 in the top of the seventh inning. And seventh inning stretch time this afternoon at Reese Smith Jr. Field in Murfreesboro finds the Blue Raiders leading the Valparaiso Crusaders by a score of 4 to nothing. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield IMG College under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of the university and Learfield IMG College. Announcers are provided by Learfield IMG College and approved by the university. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Bottom of the seventh inning, Blue Raiders getting set to bat and leading four to nothing. And want to remind Blue Raider fans that you can get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town. For your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs, Lee Company is the team to call. Their number is 615-867-1000. Or you can visit them online at leecompany.com. Blue Raiders scored four in the first. Missed out on opportunities to get more in that inning, the second, the third, and the fifth. And so still up by that four to nothing score as they bat in the bottom of the seventh inning. Fausto Lopez will lead off. Lopez, Sullivan, and Wright. Fausto walked to start the four-run Blue Raider first. Had a double in the second inning and a walk in the fourth. So Fausto standing in and Lebemoff is ready to go. Swing and a miss on a good fastball. Lebemoff came in, face three, fan three in the bottom of the sixth inning. So nine strikeouts for the pitchers for Valparaiso and Nine strikeouts for the pitcher, singular Zach Keenan, for the Blue Raiders into the seventh. There's a strike, 0-2. 
Lopez at the plate leading off the seventh inning. Takes outside. It's a ball and two strikes. Fausto stands in from the right side, hitting 306. Bouncer right back to the pitcher. Nice one hop. He goes part way to first, underhands to the first baseman covering. And for the first time this afternoon, Fausto has retired. Been on base three times prior. Here's Hunter Sullivan. A bunt single and a run scored in the first. A sacrifice bunt and a strikeout. So one for two officially as he bats with one out and nobody on in the bottom of the seventh. Hunter starting in right field. Drills this one to left. That's in for a base hit. Two hops, two long hops to get out to the left fielder, Dent. So Hunter has his second base hit of the game. And the Blue Raiders get their eighth. Ends the string of hitters retired by this relief pitcher, Levimoff. At four. Brings up DJ Wright. A walk, stolen base, a run scored in the first. A double and a stolen base in the fifth. Strikeout in between, so one for two officially for DJ. Double was his first of the season. Hits with a runner at first and one down. Runner goes. Sullivan is going to be safe as the throw goes into center field. Backed up by the center fielder, Fitzsimmons. So a stolen base for Sullivan. That's his third in three tries this season. So a ball and no strikes with D.J. Wright. Pitch on the way, up and in. Two balls and no strikes. Nathan Sanders will bat next. Blue Raiders would like to add to this 4-0 lead. They're batting with a runner at second, one out in the seventh, swing and a miss. Two and one. Sullivan getting a lead at second. The second baseman pinches in towards second, trying to keep him a little closer. Right the batter, and he takes a strike. So 2-2 with DJ. That's from the right side. Waits for a 2-2 pitch from the stretch. Here it is. Sullivan is going. The pitch is a called strike. The throw goes into left field. Sullivan was safe, obviously, and he's going to score. So the pitch was a called strike three. Sullivan gets a stolen base. And then on the throwing air, he comes in to score and make it five to nothing. So in terms of the battle with the pitcher and batter, Falpo won that. In terms of the base runner, belongs to the Blue Raiders, and the game pays off more in runs than strikeouts. Nathan Sanders, the batter, and a swing and a foul. Nate uh, 
Two-run single in the first inning. Stole a base in that first inning. So Hunter Sullivan with good base running, speed, and stealing bases gets the Blue Raiders their fifth run. Sanders hitting with two outs. Strike one pitch, swing and a foul. Two outs and the base is empty. 5-0 now in favor of the Blue Raiders. Seeing some action down in the Blue Raider bullpen as freshman right-hander Eric Swan is warming up. Ball smashed, foul passed first down into the right field corner. J.T. Mabry is on deck. Would get a chance here in this inning if Sanders can reach with two outs. Two strikes the count. Pitch up high. Ball one and strike two. Five-nothing Blue Raiders with this unearned run in this inning. Sanders drills one to deep left field. It's going to get over the head of the left fielder, Dent, and short hop the fence, and Nathan will cruise into second with a double. So two doubles. Make that three doubles in the game for the Blue Raiders. And because the run scored on the throwing error at the moment was unearned, but now would be an earned run. So a runner at second. The inning continues for Mabry. Jathan, a JT, a base hit his last time up. Pitch on the way to him, comes inside for ball one. Sanders getting a decent lead at second base. Nathan with the two-out double. 1-0, swing and a foul straight back. Blue Raiders now have nine hits in this game. One and one for Mabry. Here's the pitch, and that's a strike one and two. JT one for three in the game, the hit in the uh, fifth inning. And he waits for a one-ball, two-strike pitch, a swing and a foul back, keeps it at one and two. Nathan Sanders, a two-out double, gets a lead at second base. 
JT Mabry gets a 1-2 pitch and a swing and a miss on a good fastball as Lebemoff gets his fifth strikeout. But the Blue Raiders get a big run here in this inning. It's a run on two hits. There was one error and one left on base. And so in the at the end of seven now, and as we go along to the eighth, the Blue Raiders have a five to nothing lead. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Bunny Bread. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Five-nothing Blue Raiders as the game moves to the top of the eighth inning. And a change for the Blue Raiders as Bryce Simler goes in to play left field here in the eighth, replacing Hunter Sullivan in the batting order. And Luke Vinson moves to right field in the eighth inning. First pitch from Zach Keenan to Capers. Uh, that's not. Is bunted foul for a strike. Next one on the way, that's down low. And a run in the bottom of the seventh inning makes it a five-run Blue Raider lead. Swing and a miss. A ball and two strikes. So for the Blue Raiders, it's similar in left. Sanders in center. Vincent in right now, left to right in the outfield. One-two pitch. Swing and a miss on a pitch in the dirt. Hagenau comes up, firing to Thomas at first, and Mr. Keenan just picked up his 10th strikeout of the game. Leadoff hitter retired in the Valparaiso 8th inning, one out. 
And the batter is Stephen Fitzsimmons. He's one for three and hitting 314. Bats from the left side, center fielder for the Crusaders. Bats with one out, bases empty in the eighth. Keenan delivers down low, ball one. Aaron Brown went seven innings in the game on Friday, got 11 strikeouts. Keenan into the eighth, just picked up his tenth. And the Blue Raiders have been in double digits and strikeouts from their pitchers all four games of this series. Unfortunately for the Blue Raider hitters, the Valparaiso pitchers are right there with them. 2-0 pitch, swing and a line drive foul. About six or seven feet down the right field line, heads into the corner. Four in the first, one in the seventh for the Blue Raider, five to nothing lead. Lead off batter for Valparaiso here in the eighth, out on strikes, two and one with this hitter. Ball bounced to Mabry, goes to his left and throws him out at first. So JT gets the assist on the put out at first base with the toss to Bryson Thomas. Two down. Kyle Schmack, the batter, reached on a, an unusual scoring rule hit, or actually baseball rule and then scoring rule. Uh, back in the fourth inning, that's how he's one for two plus being hit by a pitch. With a runner at first, he hit a ground ball that hit off the base umpire, hit off his foot and went right to J.T. Mabry who started what looked, would have been a double play otherwise, and they got it anyway. But because it hit the runner before the ball passed a fielder other than the pitcher, it's a dead ball at that point and it's a hit for the batter. So Schmack doesn't mind and then Zach Keenan didn't mind either because he just calmly got the, instead of two out and nobody on, with two on and nobody out, he got the side anyway. Bouncer foul at third, so still a ball and two strikes on this hitter. Jeremy Drudge will bat next if Schmack can reach with two down in the eighth. One-two pitch up high, two balls and two strikes. Next home game, not till April 1st, with Rice coming in in Conference USA play. That is the unusual Thursday, Friday, Saturday series against that club. 2-2, fouled away, so still two balls and two strikes. Doubleheader in that series will be the, the Friday game or the Friday date. Another 2-2 pitch. Fouled away again. Smack has had several at-bats in this series where he's been at the plate with two strikes, 
and fouled off two strike pitches. Two, three, I think one time even five. And he's fouled off three here. So he gets another one. Won't foul it off. It drops in for a called strike three. And Zach Keenan has just picked up his 11th strikeout of the afternoon as he has put eight sensational innings in the books here today for the Blue Raiders. Bottom of the eighth coming up. Blue Raiders on top of Valparaiso by a 5 to nothing score. This is Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville, and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. All right, bottom of the eighth, 5 nothing, Blue Raiders on top. And we have a new pitcher for Valparaiso. But it's a player with a number that is not on the roster that we have up here. So hopefully we'll be able to find that out, uh, the folks in the press box next door. But I can tell you it's a right-hander. And he replaces Nolan Lebemoff, who worked two innings and run two hits, didn't walk anybody, and struck out five. And we'll face Brett Coker here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Coker, Thomas, and Hagenau. Brett, a sacrifice fly back in the first inning, a triple in the third. And a strikeout his last time up, but officially one for two. Fouls one out of play. Coker's triple was his second of the season. The only other player that has a triple is Cole Escher. Still bothered by that foul ball off his left ankle. One strike. Pitches outside and low. And a ball and a strike. Coker, Thomas, and Hagenau in the bottom of the eighth inning. 5-0 Blue Raiders. Pitch outside and low. Brett waiting. Two balls, a strike, and gets one. 
fouls it out of play. So two and two. Eric Swan is warming up in the Blue Raider bullpen. So Keenan probably done on the afternoon after eight innings. Can't get much better than he's been. Here's a nice pickup by Hannes on a smash to third and an out at first. So one third baseman takes care of another. And if you're Brett Coker, you just have to tip your hat to the opponent because he took a hit away from you there on a very fine play. So the leadoff man is retired, and Bryson Thomas is the batter. Bryson has a base hit and three at-bats, and that hit drove in a run back in the four-run first inning. Bryson batting with the bases empty and one out, taps one back to the pitcher. Couple of steps to first, underhands, and quickly a couple of outs now in the bottom of the eighth inning. With two outs, we're going to get, I said Cole Escher is still bothered by the foul ball off his leg, but not so much that he can't pinch hit. So Cole Escher will pinch hit here in the eighth inning for Jake Hagenow. Jake uh, an 0 for 3 afternoon. Been the first time we've seen Cole in a while. Hits a bouncer to short. And it takes a big hop and goes over the shortstop's head for a base hit. Man, that ball acted like it hit a piece of concrete. So a base hit for Escher, and the Blue Raiders get an extra base hit. Not an extra, another base hit. It was a single, obviously. So here's Luke Vincent. Looking back over the scorebook, Cole fouled that ball off of his foot. in the first South Alabama game. That was back on the fifth. And a pinch runner here for him. Pinch running for the Blue Raiders, number three, Mark Engel. Mark Engel will go in to pinch run. So in this position in the batting order, you'll have a catcher added in the next inning because since Hagenow was taken out of the game. Luke Vinson, the batter, looking for his first on, hit on the afternoon, takes ball one inside. Angle running for Escher at first base. Mark a good lead there. And the pitch to Vincent hit down the line and left, hit pretty well down the line and left, but Riley Dent with a nice long run, a step away from the warning track going towards the corner, made the good play for Valparaiso. So you think about the play by Hannes and that play, this could have been a very different inning had defense not flashed 
on those two. So it's no runs a hit, no errors, and one left on base for the Blue Raiders in the eighth. We'll head to the ninth inning with the Blue Raiders in front of Valparaiso by a score of five to nothing. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue, and I'll see you at the game. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. All right, as we told you, the afternoon for Zach Keenan is over. Eric Swan comes in to pitch, and also coming in to catch is Mason Spears. So it's a battery of Swan and Spears for the Blue Raiders, who take a 5 nothing lead to the top of the ninth inning. And how about the line on Zach Keenan? Eight innings pitch, no runs. Three hits. Remember, one was that uh, baseball rule, scoring rule on the hit, the umpire getting hit. He had 11 strikeouts. Didn't walk anybody again. So Zach Keenan in the year, 23 and two-thirds innings, zero walks to go with 28 strikeouts. That's about as as awesome as a strikeout-to-walk ratio as you can imagine. Swan, the left-hander, is on in his first pitch is high checked his swing and so ball one eric from oakland high school here in murfreesboro and he's working in his third game all both the others in relief bouncing ball here jt mabry nice play quick throw to first and out at first base mabry going to one knee and then doing a spin from the outfield grass through a strike to Bryson Thomas. And so we saw some good leather work by Valpo in the bottom of the eighth and Mabry keeps it going on the Blue Raiders side here in the top of the ninth. So the first batter is retired quickly and it brings up Damon Jorgensen. Shortstop for this Valparaiso team facing Swan. Eric delivers and the ball is hit into right field. Ground ball base hit. So a one out single. And it brings up the left fielder Riley Dent. Eric coming into this game in two relief appearances 
had worked three innings, no runs, a hit, a walk, and three strikeouts. Dent in this game, 0 for 2, has been hit by a pitch. Has three hits in the series. Takes in the dirt, ball one. Big hit was the two-run triple in yesterday's first game. So it's similar Sanders-Vinson in the outfield left to right for the Blue Raiders. Swing and a miss. Coker, Lopez, Mabry, Thomas, same as we've gone with the whole game, and Mason Spears is now catching. One on, one out, top of the ninth for the Crusaders. A 2-0 pitch goes outside. And ball three. Three balls and no strikes. Make that correct that. Two and one. Two-one pitch is hit high in the air to left. Similar a few steps back. Goes back another couple more. But Chai, the warning track, makes the catch for the second out. Dent got some decent contact going to the opposite field to left. But one left fielder takes care of another and so two down in the top of the ninth for the designated hitter Brady Renfro. 0 for 3. Last time up hit a ball to Sanders in center field. Jorgensen reaching on the one out base hit at first with two outs now. Pitch high and outside, ball one, no strikes. Renfro, the batter for Valparaiso. One ball, no strikes. Couldn't check his swing on a high fastball, and that's strike one. Blue Raiders got four back in the first inning, added another run in the seventh for the five to nothing lead here in the top of the ninth. One ball, one strike, down low and in, ball two and strike one. Blue Raiders in action at Austin P on Tuesday, six o'clock game. And next weekend in Memphis. The weekend after that in Birmingham. And then the weekend after that, back here against Rice. That'll be April by that time. 2-1 pitch. A bouncer up the first baseline goes foul very quickly and so keeps the hitter Renfro at the plate and sends the count to 2-1. and one. Zach Keenan, the big story in this game. Eight innings of no run, three hit baseball, no walks, and 11 strikeouts. Just a sensational performance by the big right-hander. 
Eric Swan trying to nail it down. Swing and a miss. He just did, and that's the ball game. Swan comes in, gives up a single, nothing more, picks up a strikeout to give the Blue Raiders a dozen on the game. And the Blue Raiders do a really nice job as a team, and especially in the pitching department, but as a team in the hitting department, getting some runs, bouncing back from a tough doubleheader loss yesterday and come away today with a very impressive 5 to nothing shutout victory over Valparaiso. So the two teams split this four-game series, and uh, you got the feeling two pretty evenly matched teams who uh, should have some good success in the games coming up ahead. We certainly hope so as a, for both of them, but especially for the guys in the Royal Blue down there. Final score here today, Blue Raiders 5 and Valparaiso nothing. We've got our post-game show coming up next, and we'll tell you all about how we got this 5 nothing win. This is Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, 615-896-5656. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. 
Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. On the Blue Raider Network, from Learfield IMG College, this has been Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU, and by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads. Welcome to the Blue Raider Postgame Show. Bob Jamison back at the ballpark here at Middle Tennessee in Murfreesboro where the Blue Raiders have just gotten a split out of this series with Valpo by virtue of a 5 to nothing shutout this afternoon. Four-hit performance, eight innings from Zach Keenan and the final inning from Eric Swan. And the Blue Raiders had a tough day yesterday. It was just not a good day at the plate. Three ground ball singles in two uh, the two games and dropping both of them, but came right back today and, and got four in the first inning. When Fausto Lopez started it with a walk, Hunter Sullivan a bunt single, D.J. Wright walked. They, Falpo changed pitchers at that point. Nathan Sanders got a two-run single to get the scoring going and as it turned out provide the Blue Raiders with the runs they would need to give them a 2-0 lead. After J.T. Mabry reached on an air, Brett Coker drove in a run with the sacrifice fly and Bryson Thomas finished the scoring with an RBI single. So a four-run first and that was the score the Blue Raiders had in the second, fourth, and fifth innings opportunities to get more but did not but they were able to get another run in the seventh. Hunter Sullivan, a single, stole second, stole third, and on the throw to third, when the throw went into left, he scored to give the Blue Raiders the final run of the game as it would turn out and get them a 5 nothing lead. And I see Coach Toman is ready to go with Brady McBride down on the field, so Coach Toman's postgame interview is presented by Old South Properties, Tennessee's favorite home builder and the official home builder of MT Athletics. Coach, Zach Keenan had a great day on the mound. Uh, pitched eight innings, struck out 11. Yeah, actually Zach has pitched well all year long, so that's what we expected out of him and got eight strong innings from him and then uh, Eric Swan finished it up in the, in the ninth. Great pitching, great defense, and some timely hitting. They had double-digit hits. Could have scored a few more runs, but really good to, to bounce back after a rough day yesterday. Your guys at the plate seemed more confident today than they were yesterday. What was the change in that? Well, I, th I think Coach Hunt has uh, talked to him a lot about uh, you know our approach at the plate, and then we worked an extra hour today and uh, figured out a little bit of the things we're doing wrong and. Maybe we had the right guys in the lineup today, but uh, we've got good hitters, and uh, sometimes when you struggle, you don't quite understand why, but 
I think we just had a little bit more focus today, a little bit more heightened awareness, and uh, we're getting off better swings, and that's what Coach Hunt was talking to the players about before the game. You guys are going on a little bit of a road swing coming up, uh, Austin P, then Memphis, then UAB. Uh, what's the key to winning those games? Well, we've, we've only played, what, three games on the road this year. We won, won the series down at South Alabama. Uh, we're not quite certain yet whether we're playing on Tuesday at Austin P because they've had some COVID issues, so we'll find out if we're, we're going or not. And then Thursday we'll head down to Memphis, and uh, you know, they got a good program. We're playing four games at Memphis. And then, obviously, conference opens up the following weekend, and uh, that'll be at UAB. So, it, you know, that'll be probably, I guess that's uh, nine games straight on the road, at least, if we get to play at Austin P. So, guys will look forward to it. It'll give us also a time. We'll have two or three days of practice if it doesn't rain too much. And I think we, we have a lot of things that we've figured out that we have to work on and get better. So, but overall today, uh, you know, very very good defensively, really good on the mound, and uh, pretty good hitting too. All right, thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Brady McBride with Coach Toman, and uh, good things to talk about with this five to nothing win this afternoon. The Blue Raiders, with the victory, improved to nine and five on the season. We'll be back to look at the final numbers and wrap this one up after we take this last break. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. This football season, prepare your taste buds for the most iconic sports-watching drink of all time, Pepsi. With refreshing deliciousness specially formulated to keep your eye on the ball and mouth-watering fizziness to help you power through game day, Pepsi has everything you need to start strong. I used to care when Mike shared so hard he spilt nacho cheese on my carpet, but thanks to Pepsi, even Mike can't ruin my football party. So this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink made for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. Double Tree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Double Tree cookie welcome? At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU Baseball. Get started online at trigreen.com. Tri-Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! 
Granis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Granis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. And it's time to go inside the final numbers of today's game, a 5-0 Blue Raider win. And they're brought to you by Granis & Associates, certified public accountants. They specialize in business, personal accounting, and tax services. Granis & Associates, 615-895-1040, and online at gcpas.com. 5-0 Blue Raiders, a win here this afternoon. Just awesomely good pitching, uh, primarily from Zach Keenan. He went eight innings, a very good pitching from Eric Swan and his one. And it was a good bounce-back win, as you heard Coach Toman talk about, after a very disappointing doubleheader loss yesterday. So the Blue Raiders are able to come back and gain a, sweet, a split out of this four-game set and, as you mentioned, improve to 9-5. and five. Keenan, eight innings, no runs, three hits, no walks, 11 strikeouts, and then Swan pitched an inning of one-hit baseball, and he also had a strikeout, so dozen strikeouts and no walks for Blue Raider pitching here this afternoon. RBIs came in the early inning in the first, two belonging to Nathan Sanders and single RBIs to Brett Coker and Bryson Thomas. The other Blue Raider run scored as a result of a Valpo throwing error. So it's no runs, four hits, two errors, and five left for Valparaiso. For Middle Tennessee State University, five runs, ten hits, no errors, and seven left on base. Keenan is the winning pitcher. Zach is now 2-0. and oh. The loss goes to Rosecrans, and Jacob Rosecrans is now 0-1. Oh no save in this game with the final score as it was. No save opportunity was presented. So the Blue Raiders hit the road, and as you heard uh, Coach and uh, Brady McBride talking, uh, it's nine games away, a single game Tuesday at Austin P. four games coming up next weekend at Memphis, and then conference play starting the next weekend with four games at Birmingham. So that, uh, that will be interesting. Our next home game comes up on Thursday, April 1st, when Rice comes in for a single game Thursday, doubleheader Friday, single game on Saturday. That's something to look forward to. It's always fun to turn that calendar from March into April, and especially here in Middle Tennessee. So, again, final score today. Blue Raiders win it by a 5 to nothing score. It was a game that took two hours and 36 minutes to play, and it goes to Middle Tennessee State University by that 5 to nothing score. For our studio engineer, Jake Wallman, this is Bob Jamison. Thanks for 
joining us today. Appreciate that and look forward to having you join us again. Chip Walters will be with a broadcast too coming up Wednesday night from Austin, or make that Tuesday night from Austin P. Great day at the ballpark and glad to have you with us. Talk to you on Wednesday, Tuesday. I'll get it right again, Tuesday. And until then, we'll say so long from the ballpark. And remember, you've been listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network for Liverfield IMG College. This has been Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads, and by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Blue Raider Network.